If you were one of the millions of moviegoers who were electrified by the unbearable suspense and sheer terror of Jaws, get ready for Eaten Alive. So, Lee, it's been a while. It's been a while, James. It's been a while since we last recorded this. How long was that film we just watched? An hour and a half, I believe. It's been an hour and a half since we did this. <laughs> um, so, welcome to... Say this filth! And when you last heard from us, we... Uh, w- what did you... What, what, what cliffhanger was it left on, James? So, um, we were discussing what film we're watching next. And um, as per the theme of this podcast, Lee picks a decent film, a genre defining film mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then i pick a shithole <laughs> um something that we have to limp through at times is occasionally enjoyable but for the most part just existed and sometimes didn't need to i feel like your choices are getting better <laughs> <laughs> like this wasn't as bad as Driller Killer or Driller Invasion Killer, of the Blood Farmers. Or Invasion of the Blood Farmers uh, or Night of the Demon. I quite enjoyed Night of the Demon. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. you're, going, you're getting better as it goes. So, you're we, we judging watched, my cover. <laughs> we watched um, Tobe Hooper's career defining movie, the 1976 Eaten Alive or uh, what was the other one? Death Trap. Death Trap. And I'm sure there are plenty of other titles. I remember when I looked it up, there were about six titles for Jesus this thing. Jesus Christ, really? Yeah. Um, so, I feel like this was a year after Jaws, and yeah. like ten, like a few years after Psycho. I feel like someone just slapped them two together. And two years after Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And two years after Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And isn't it weird how Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a very well-made film? <laughs> What are you saying about this movie? And the film that we just watched, James, was not. It it was not a very well-made film. It was, however, still a film. Yeah, it was a film. It was a film, and it had creepy rural people in, Yeah, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It also had one of the stars of Texas Chainsaw Massacre also getting tied up and also surviving. Also, when I watched the trailer of this, and it's funny you say, was it a year after Jaws? Yeah. When I watched the trailer of this, um, the commentator says something along the lines of, or the narrator says, uh, for people who love Jaws, <laughs> you'll love this. <laughs> and I don't think I mentioned anything about, like, from the director of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, because it wasn't known. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Jaws was massive. Um, I mean, you say for people who love Jaws. Also, the title that we're given, <laughs> Eaten Alive... Only one person, I would argue, was eaten alive. The others were barely uh, alive. Yes. They, they may have still had blood in their system, but they were eaten halfway dead. Yeah. Especially the ones that were severely ill. Especially, the, so the one who was eaten alive, quite surprisingly, was Robert England. Yep. A f- famed Freddy Krueger Robert England. Yep. Uh, who opens the film, actually? With a line that you pointed out. My name's Buck, and I'm ready to fuck. <laughs> so very, very close to the Kill Bill line. 
Which is a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Quentin Tarantino seen this film. It's got, it's got to be ripped from here. Yeah, a hundred percent. Got to be. Yeah. And it's the only thing. If you were gonna take anything from this, <laughs> and also like it starts with him like adjusting his belt buckle. Yeah. And I'm sure that's how it starts in Kill Bill. Yeah. I had to go back and watch that scene, but I'm sure that's how it is. <laughs> He's messing with his big belt buckle. Yeah. So. And then fucking... like, and then yeah, then Kruger tries to. Like fuck this girl in a brothel, in a brothel. Yeah. So he's paid for her. Yeah. Um, and she's saying no, 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 and he's like, yeah, 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 and she's like, no, she's screaming, and he's trying to rape her, and then I like, feel like he was subtly implying. Was it the implication? No, 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 James. The thing she was saying no to wasn't the sex that he paid for. Later on, when he pulled a fourteen-year-old girl back, what did he do? When he was like, "Sweet, this is the best way, baby," and pulled oh, her. He put, oh, you, oh, you think he wanted her? A hundred percent, he was up for anal, and they he weren't. did turn her around. I thought that she just didn't want to have sex. No, he was outright telling mm. her anal, and she was like, "No, mate, this is the South. <laughs> we do things professionally, Dad. We here. don't take it in the South." <laughs> um, this means that. Fucking Robert England's worked with Wes, Wes Craven and Tobe Hooper. Mm-hmm. Did you, by the way? Did and you... it was a young, young Robert young. England. Bit of trivia for you mm-hmm. that I know this from watching Comic Book Men the other day. Hit me. Um, probably around this time, because it was a year before Star Wars, Robert England was living with Mark Hamill at the time. And it was Robert England, while at an audition, saw this thing about Star Wars and told Mark Hamill about it. And no. Mark Hamill went for the audition. No and way. got Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Imagine if Robert Eng- England had done that. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> did you, right, this is like, I mean, you have, it's more of a visual thing. But did you notice, like, you know when he, like, pushed that girl onto the bed and walked over to her? He was walking over to her like this, with one arm out and the other arm down here like that. Like he was walking in the Freddy pose. Yeah, that's just his natural style. Yeah, it's just his natural. <laughs> Do you reckon like when he pays for groceries, he's got one hand in front, he's working with Re- his claws he's behind him. He's reaching for his fucking wallet. <laughs> um, so so I, I don't know if you checked IMDb for this when I went to go fucking vomit. But uh, according to IMDb, there's like three things on there. One that is based ru- loosely on a true story about a prohibition gangster fucking murdering people and feeding them to the crocs and the other was that Tobe Hooper fell out with someone on set I can't remember who I feel like oh no I didn't write who I feel like it's like the DP or something Uh he had such a difference of opinion now this is a this is a a recurring thing in Tobe Hooper's career he had, a, he had a, such a fallout with them that he didn't direct half of the film and someone else did it. What? And there's a big rumour that he didn't direct... Um, uh, I don't know if you've heard this, this rumour. No, no, no. There's a big rumour going around that he didn't direct Poltergeist at all because it was being made at the same time as E.T. And E.T. and Poltergeist are very similar. And Poltergeist was produced by Steven Spielberg. And people seem to think that Steven Spielberg actually made Poltergeist. Huh. But because, like, for legal reasons, because he was filming uh, E.T., he was only allowed to do a certain amount of things a year. He couldn't do Poltergeist. People seem to think that he lied and did do Poltergeist, but said Toe Hooper did it. Because if this didn't... I and mean, that would have been felt- a step up. This the film felt, felt like, like a, a mess, to- right? It felt like a Toe Pooper film, though. Did it? Because Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre's got some good shit in it and it's a really well-made film, whereas this felt I like feel a like mess. I like this had no budget, though. This, I wrote down, is this a fucking art project at one point? The well, main antagonist, I guess, Judd, there was moments where I, I didn't know what he was saying. There were moments 
in this film where I understood what people were saying. <laughs> and the majority of it, if it was a man speaking, I had no idea. Yeah. No idea. Only the only the, the, the actresses could speak. Yeah. And the and the, the dad of the girl who goes missing first. Like he he can speak. All the characters he, posh. that sh- all the male characters that show up to stay at this hotel, with the exception of Robert England, all look like the hotel manager from Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> They're all tall, weird guys. So like are we doing this so, the way we normally do? Are we doing it scene by scene? We can give a brief have a few scene by scene because there's some creepy stuff in here. So it opens with the rape. Yeah. The girl talks about, like, I don't want to get raped. Then the woman, is, the woman who runs Mi- the brothel Miss is Hattie. like... Miss Hattie. Miss Hattie. We know that because she's got a penchant for wearing hats. Oui, oui. Her visor. She had a war visor. <laughs> she um, Looked she like sent her on away. she 50 a day and been gambling since she was five. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> She looks like she was made out of plastic. Yeah. Um, she sends this girl on her way, and this is the, like like psycho moment. She goes wandering through the fucking swamp and comes across her fucking hotel. I feel yeah. like maybe that Hattie woman sent there on purpose, knowing full well that guy was going to well, kill the, her. The, 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 she was chatting to the black woman outside, and she was like, take some money. Oh, and there's a place that you can stay down the road. And uh, sent her down, and then she got lost. Okay, I missed stumbled that. Stumbled to him. Um, so... Yeah, so then, like, it does the psycho thing, but, like, condensed, you know, like, the whole, like, half of the movie Psycho is following, like, Janet Lee, and then mm. she gets killed off, and you're like, what? She's the main character. Yeah. And even, like, so again, which made me kept thinking of Psycho, when Judd is introduced, getting her the key, um, he's lit from below. Yeah. Just like Norman Bates is, because there's that awesome shot where he, like, leans over like a bird, and he's chewing, and he, like, looks at the book while someone signs it. But he's, like, lit from below, and I'm like, they and, clearly... And in this, he does that. But he's looking down at her tits. Yeah, and also he kills her off like re- like really condensed psycho. But yeah. we finally, James, we finally got a woman with a well endowed woman. This sounds so weird saying it. Getting pitchforked to death. We finally We've got had that. So properly. many promises because <laughs> it was on the <laughs> cover for Blood Farmers. We had it ki- almost because she got it in the back in. Uh, <laughs> Uh, demon fucking night of the demon yeah. but this one was straight up in the gut a few times and how, blood how, went i can't everywhere. even remember how that happened uh, oh yeah he went to help her he went to help her upstairs then he was like you're one of miss hattie's girls yeah, he yeah. tried to rape her and then she ran away and he picked up a pitchfork and started hacking into her yeah so within the first 10 minutes there are two rape scenes James. and a murder scene and then he fucking grabs it and throws her body over the balcony, and a croc eats her. Yeah. So the first ten minutes, two rape scenes, an attack scene, and a crocodile fest. I also, I'm quite concerned that every film you pick, James... Oh, they all contain rape, don't they? <laughs> it's not my fault. I'm picking off of the banned films Stop list. judging by the cover. <laughs> I'm picking off of the banned films list. Next I'm going for She-Wolf of the SS. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, um... Yeah, he throws her over the thing and she gets eaten. And this again, she's like, I think she's dead at this point. She, she looks well, she was kind of like crying as he pulled her along. She was, she was whimpering. She was punctured yeah. a lot. But like... This film like tricks you with that cover. Like the crocodile's not really in it that much. Uh, the crocodile is in it every now and then. And it's not really... It's Wait, the, like, co- the cover that I saw was a sickle and a head. And that makes more sense. True. And that film's called Death Trap, which yes. is a completely different title altogether. <laughs> so I don't know why he turned on that woman. I'm also fairly certain while he was walking her up the stairs, he said the N-word. Mm-hmm. He said that a the crocodile ate an N... Like this 
N-word. Uh-huh. He'd fed him to the crocodile and that the crocodile would eat anything. He's always mumbling about his yeah. crocodile and I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. So especially I, there. I think this guy... I think he's torn. I think he's got like um, like a duality to him where he wants to act good and then this part of his brain takes over Yeah. and he attacks and then he instantly recoils from it and he realises what he's done and he's like, fuck no, what have I done? And then he settles into it again and he's like, yeah, that's great. That explains his reaction when he fucking gets that guy in the neck later. Like every time he, he kills like someone. He looked terrified he'd done it, but he fully went for it. It's like a dog that chases after like a squirrel and then kills it. And he's like, what What? What have I done? Okay, well, I, I guess I'll just eat it. <laughs> just like a dog. Um, yeah, so like, what happens next? So, yeah, we've got the crop farm, creepy hotel manager. Oh, so we get to... I wrote a page on that. Yeah. he. Uh, <laughs> so he goes up into his room and this is where he starts talking to himself. Oh, right, I again, did say he hoes the hoe because I thought it would be witty. But I don't know if it's a hoe. No, it was a pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> he goes up into his room. Uh, where he just mumbles and sings to himself and like yeah. plays with his knees. And there's a Nazi flag. There's a sofa with a Nazi flag on it. But more importantly, there's a wall that has guns on it. Yeah. And we know from later on that guns going off in the swamp isn't really a problem for neighbours. So there's a more effective way to get rid of people. He's the, the, the death rate of people that go to this hotel. Like In Psycho, it was just like one really hot woman and then he had to keep cleaning up after himself. <laughs> in this film... Everyone dies, and he's like, out and he, the, he's out in the middle of nowhere. People are turning up left, right, and center. To yeah. be fair, one of them is related to another. Yeah, true. Um, but then again, like in Psycho, up. they they go looking for the missing sister. Yeah, instantly. I feel like he took a lot from Psycho here. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but, yeah but but like a, a lot of these people just turn up out of nowhere, it, it totally ignore all the blood on the floor and the smashed railings. Yeah, and then carry on. Oh yeah. Oh no, this is like this was later on with the shotgun guy with that thing smashed through the railing. But he's also like this this guy, this Judd guy, he's pretty like certain that the crocodile isn't full all the time. Yeah. Because like the amount of bodies he throws in that thing to get eaten, like he's lucky that crocodile's not it's not like a snake that like they eat once or whatever. But like again, there'd be like the crocodile doesn't eat Every fucking bit. He doesn't swallow it whole. Like, yeah. his body should be floating around in there. I thought there would be a really... I thought it was going to end. Actually, some some crocs, like, um, tear up the body and then drag it down, like, wedge it under a rock. Ah, uh, do they? So they can bloat it and then feast from it later. Nice. I thought this was going to end in a, like, fly-esque ending. You know in the fly where that dickhead shows up and then he gets fucking his leg and his arm melted off oh. and he still manages to defeat the fly... I thought that Kruger, although he was a fucking cunt and he just wanted some sweet ass, I thought he was going to try and save that little girl because he's like, whoa, why is there suddenly a little girl? I was like, oh, he's actually not that bad. Yeah, he's an asshole, but yeah. he's not a, a maniac. Yeah, yeah, he just likes he just likes ass. <laughs> and he got attacked by the crocodile and it grabbed his leg. And I thought he, because as we know from later on, Judd's got a wooden leg. I thought Kruger was going to survive the attack from the crocodile and kill Judd. Yeah. But no, yeah, he just no, disappears. <laughs> he just gets eaten by the crocodile. So um, after we visit his weird room, suddenly everything's lit in red. Yeah, what's that about? So I assume this red. is filmed on a set. I assume Topher, because obviously uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre's low budget is shit. Yeah. I assume 
He's now got some money. I don't He's know. got access to some heaters. I feel like this was, this was low budget and they just shot like a 5K with a red red gel on it. You ready? Everywhere, yeah. Why was everything red for half the film? Maybe that was before the second director came in. Yeah. And, and it's like, like, red's no, not... <laughs> red's not in. It's red really hard awful. to see things and We've focus. only just got colour. Don't take the piss by making yeah. everything one colour. <laughs> so now... Um, we see this monkey fucking around as well. Yeah. Which made no sense. And then a family turns up. There was a zoo down. I thought maybe he was the zoo. That's why he had crocs from... The croc was from... He it was wasn't saying, an alligator. It was a crocodile from Africa. Yeah. Which you're saying, like, um, he got from the zoo? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the rambling things he was saying. Yeah. It was very hard to understand. Like, totally just, just nonsense. Yeah. So I guess in the red, this is where the normal family shows up with their dog called um, Snoopy. Yeah. Who clearly had a pot, a spot, a spot painted on its side because <laughs> it like didn't match the fur properly. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it was him. Um, the mum was like, oh, we'll just be here for one night. Yeah. And the dad... Um, Goes up and he's like, oh, I really need your toilet. Where is it? So he goes in there. Yeah. Um, the mum, the daughter's like running around playing with the dog. Uh-huh. And then the mum comes in. I think she's talking like, how far is it to town? He's like, oh, it's an hour away. Yeah, um, yeah. And so she tries to arrange to stay there. Yeah. And then the dog starts sniffing around the cage. Just at the point where there's a little gap missing that's dog-sized a in the perfect cage. perfect dog-sized hole. <laughs> I wrote perfect dog-sized hole. <laughs> And then, and then Buck turns up. Buck turns up with drugs, and sells Is that when Buck and, yeah, and sells him cocaine. Does he? Or, or he sells him a vial. How did I miss that? I'm sure he keeps trying to give him something, and the mum's like looking at him like it's weird. And I think Buck disappears. Yeah. And then the dog gets eaten. And then the dog gets eaten. Yeah. And then, and then yeah. the little girl runs in after the dog. Yeah. Oh my god, the dog getting eaten was great. It was just a dog <laughs> swimming in some water with a big plastic crocodile on it. And then at that point, the mum grabs the door, throws her back like three foot, and then leaps in the air like this. <laughs> like the dog has ex- exploded. Yeah, the dog just fucking explodes in a ball of flame. <laughs> and then like, what? And then the dad like takes them both upstairs. And what is the fucking man? Like the manager just shouting loads of random shit at them, trying to get them inside, trying to get their yeah, custom. He gets them inside and then like he leaves them upstairs. Yeah. And then like the dad just turns weird upstairs and they all start they both start shouting at each other yeah, when you say and then turns he... weird weird I, I think I just wrote down my note here just says what because what the fuck what ha- what suddenly happened he was a normal guy yeah and then he was like curled up on the side of the room freaked out that was fine and was like is everything okay with, it, with, it, with our daughter and then like and she's like of course not and then we go downstairs, and um, and Jed, Jed, Judd, Judd, is um, is just trying to go about his daily life, and this is where I think it's like that duality in him, yeah. where he's like, if I focus on everyday things like cleaning, yeah. I won't go in there and kill everyone. If I, if I focus, I got to like, push this <laughs> this thing down on me. And if like, I focus like solely on redneck FM that I'm listening to <laughs> that plays non-stop cowboy, cowboy songs. <laughs> yeah. So then when we go back to the family, this is when it starts this getting really it weird. Really the dad weird. goes up and like fucking scrunches his 
fists and like it looks like he's about to fucking. It looks like he's, he's trying about to, to, about to do a whoa, 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 and punch his wife. I thought it was like he was like clenching his fingers, trying to like psychologically control her. Yeah, what was going on? And then he screws up his face and stares at her, looking weird and freakish and menacing. Yeah. And then she tells him to fuck off or something. And he just sits in that tiny little chair. Yeah. He sits in the creepy bed watching chair. Yeah. Which but I definitely do not a ghost like. child will be sitting in when you wake up in that fucking yeah, you wake up shit and hotel. it's like on your knee. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then like she goes over and takes off her wig. Yeah, that shit came out of nowhere. Yeah, and see, that's when I realised, oh shit, is she in Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah, yeah, because she takes off her little short brown bob hair I'm pretty sure you were saying that her hair looked stupid and then she stood up and took well, no, it that off was, that was the first one that was the first girl that got oh, killed her hair was because also her hair was like weird. yeah like a blonde she, she had a tight thing. blonde perm like I feel like they were going for an like a 70s Janet Leigh vibe because she had short blonde hair in that mm. I feel like they literally just chucked a wig on this girl to make her look like that yeah and then dressed her like a pilgrim yeah <laughs> Why Where? was she dressed like she was in Army of Darkness? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But but then, like, oh, it just gets weirder and weirder. And then it kind of normals out. So then, like, the weird bit again, she takes her wig off. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, you put your cigarette out in my eye. You took my eye out. My eye is your ashtray. Yeah. And then she And then just... he crawls on the floor and starts trying to find his eye. And she's like, I haven't touched your eye. Yeah. And then he starts barking like a dog. Barking like a dog, and then we just cut away from that. Yeah. And we turn, and then we get to um, the dad, second dad, we'll call him second dad, mm-hmm. or posh, posh dad. Mm-hmm. Posh dad and daughter turn up looking for the girl the with the tight perm like hair. The hotel manager from yes. Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he turns up, and he's like, hey, can we have a room for the night? And he's like, yeah. And then he pulls out this picture. He's like, you've seen this girl. And he goes, oh no no, I won't I won't have any of that here, like. And he's like, what? You know her? He's like, no, but she's she's a Miss Hattie's girl. Yeah yeah, but I've never seen her before. In never my seen life. her. She's never once been here, but she's a Miss Hattie's. Yeah yeah. <laughs> um. So the dad insists on going down to the station, to uh to 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 try and find his daughter. Yeah. So they bomb it down there. And then it goes back to the dad who gets up out of his chair and heads down to the boot of his car and whips out his double barrel shotgun that he's always carrying yeah. around. And he start, yeah, the dad is like, I'm going to be a, a normal, normalish person. Uh-huh. I'm going to go put down this crocodile. Yeah. He get yeah, he gets a double barrel shotgun out and the innkeep doesn't really do anything, just stands around being like, oh no, you can't do that. I got it from the zoo, they're indestructible. Also, like, yeah. why is he killing the crocodile? Like, hey, it's dog, yeah. I'll give it that, but the dog shouldn't have fucking run into the crocodile pen. Yeah, yeah. Like, you've no reason to kill this fucking crocodile. It's not yours. Um, but this is where uh, Judd, our hero, gets his weapon of choice for the movie. Yeah, he pulls out his sickle. <laughs> a giant a sickle. beautiful sickle it is. Yeah, yeah, um, And he sickles, he sickles dad number one. How does he kill dad number one? So they get into a scuffle. He so shoots at the... He sickles him in the shoulder or back or something and then dad number one turns around and fires his shotgun and it hits Judd's foot this was confusing because it was point blank range into his foot yeah and it did no damage yeah he didn't really wince so then he pulls out the sickle and sickles him again yeah yeah um and then is, is this where it bursts through and grabs him mm-hmm. and you think yeah you think he's gonna push it or stab him again yeah and the croc 
jumps up and bursts its head right through this banister. <laughs> takes it clean out. <laughs> yeah. A like, banister which people seem to just stand over and look over later on like idiots. People that know jumping crocodiles are in there. <laughs> so yeah, so he then um, he grabs his legs and he rips them Actually, down. Actually, sorry, yeah. Drowns How them fucking off. did that crocodile get up there? That was quite a jump. Mate, no, so I saw, not crocs, but I saw alligators when I was in Florida. Can jump? Yeah. They um they propel themselves up with their tail. Oh yeah, and they I guess get, you're right. Like they can get like a meter or two out the water. Mm. It's, it, and it manages it's to scary. propel itself back with its tail after it's grabbed him and pulls yeah. him back in. Well, they got feet, right? <laughs> this film needed more crocodile kills. Yeah. I mean, it had a f- for the people that love jaws. All the kills were crocodile kills, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, eventually they were. Ev- yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they doubled up on the kills by having it human kills and croc kills. See, this is where I wrote: is this film an art piece? Because that's when he's like walking around him, acting all weird, and he's like, "All right, okay, I'm going to kill you." Um, and then, and then so, the mum has a shower. So the mum goes to oh, have a shower. No, before the mum's like, "Oh, where's my husband?" He's like, "Oh, he'll be right up." And then she's like, "Oh, yes, have you got, you got, have you got the luck? He needs to get my luggage or something." So then, yeah, she goes to have a shower and starts stripping off. Sorry, we've missed a scene as well <laughs> no. where he goes into his room and takes PCP and then we find out why it did no damage to his leg. Because uh, he pulls it? up his fucking pant leg and the motherfucker's got a wooden leg. <laughs> yeah, which we find out later in the movie from his hat yeah. that the croc took his leg. The croc took his leg and he was just like, well, I'm going to keep this croc. <laughs> <laughs> me and you are bonded now. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have a part of me in you. He also took the fit. He took the. I get. Maybe it was supposed to be a joke, but he took the drugs and was just like, "Oh, I don't feel any pain anymore." And then he lifted up his thing and tapped the wooden leg, and it, <laughs> so like he never felt any pain anyway, unless he was like, "Holy shit, my my leg is now wooden." These, what is in these drugs? <laughs> unless like his calf is just wood, <laughs> and he has a live foot under the bottom. <laughs> just rotting in it. <laughs> That would have been a cool thing, though, for the Zombie rest of the film. Because he was... Oh, I guess he was limping anyway, because he had a wooden leg. Yeah. So... He was shuffling around on... He acts... He takes the bag up for them and puts it in the room and then boots it into the yeah. room? Like, why does he do that? So, because he's like Ace Ventura, <laughs> the pet detective, yeah, yeah. at the beginning of that movie. <laughs> he is just kicking it in. I think he's just an asshole. Maybe he's doing it because he didn't... Because then it looked like the husband did it. Well, it looked like he didn't want to kill that other guy. It's, it feels like each time he doesn't want to kill these people, but they just they don't do what he wants to do. I mean, maybe to he's just to trying him, to run majority... a successful motel and it's not working out. The majority of the people he kills are because they can hear the little girl that's trapped under the thing. Yeah. But also, I kept I wrote down earlier. Like, I mean, he eventually did it, thank God. But I was just like, why doesn't he? Like, he clearly doesn't like Freddy Krueger coming around. So why don't you just kill him? Like he's clearly showed no. Well, like, I was wondering he's not afraid if that was his killing. son. Yeah, I thought I it thought might at be. First, but then no. Nah, unless, so. unless, because I missed it, he did sell him drugs. Yeah. And then that's the reason he's keeping him alive, so we can buy drugs from him. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and he's probably he's and he's probably like I I don't want you around here because I don't want well. No, maybe he wants his drugs, but he doesn't want him fucking in his house. Yeah, he keeps bringing like underage girls. Yeah. Well, when we, we say, say underage, underage, they're underage under to drink because they can't drink because the yeah. police officer that's in the film has a go. So, mum number one has gone for a shower. Yeah. And um, she gets in the bath with all her clothes on. Odd choice. Odd choice. <laughs> she takes her trousers off, I think. Also, gets in. also, she fills up the bath and the uh, 
the shower curtain is drawn, so that must be filling up with water as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, and then yeah, and then he listens and he like walks in. She screams and he just yeah, there's start, no lock on that. He just starts door. slapping the fuck out of her face. Yeah, he covers her in the fucking sheet. The kid hears it and gets up and runs in. Yeah, and that kid is young as well. Yeah. What would you say, like six or seven? Yeah, that kid's like fucking to super be in young. this film. Yeah, like, how many films? at this time, had super young children in. There was a point I thought she got stabbed with a sickle, but it just didn't oh, happen. I thought that thing went right through her. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do so, you even see kids die in anything? What was the film where that girl's face got shot off? Oh, yeah, fucking... <laughs> um, that was the Beyond. Beyond, yeah. That face came clean off. <laughs> we saw that. <laughs> okay, yeah, you do. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, and so this he sees the girl... And he, he, I think he knocks out this woman and then runs after the he's girl. He's tied her up. So he's tied her up, yeah. yeah. he's hogtied her. He runs after the girl. She's screaming for her dad, not knowing he's crocodile meat. She's also screaming for her mum. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's, she's screaming for her to come down and follow her. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, she runs outside as she's being chased with a sickle through chair yard. <laughs> this guy's got so many chairs, not even to mention the sofa in his living room that is literally half a sofa. Half a sofa, so that you can access that door. Yeah. <laughs> um, she then, yeah. throws one of the chairs at him as well. She does, she does. Which trips... No, he trips up because he goes to cipher and forgets that she's a six-year-old girl and misses <laughs> and hits a wall and then trips himself over somehow. Yeah. And then she runs under the house and he just locks her in. Yeah, exactly. He's like, ah, you'll get bored in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll deal with you later. I've yeah. got someone else that I was tying up. <laughs> um, I really thought he was going to sickle her head off or something. Yeah, but I still, guess so. like that's in, that's intense for for like a like a, a little girl actress. Where do you reckon that little girl actress is now? <laughs> I don't know. I reckon she must have been related to Tobe or something like Maybe, that. Maybe, yeah. Or like, or was the daughter of that the guy the that woman Tobe, from Texas Tobe Chainsaw Tobe Massacre? Maybe. We'll have to look, look that up. Um, <laughs> if we care. Yeah, if, if we care. Um, well, that doesn't look right. Is there <laughs> um, no notes? One page left. <laughs> so then, um, yeah, then the dad visits the police station. And um, and he's like, our daughter's at this whorehouse. You have to take us to go see her now. Yeah. They go along and Miss Hattie lies and tries to sell them property. And then... Tries to tell them horror stories about Judd's croc. Oh, she just dropped something. I guess it's important that Judd isn't allowed in the ho- littlest whorehouse in Judd Town because he, like, got violent or something. Uh, no, he he just used to talk to the girls and his stories scared them. <laughs> yeah, he's just talking about his killer croc and how he lost his legs so and yeah. got kicked out of the whorehouse because he just liked to watch and talk to them. Yeah, I mean, surely at that point it's creepy, but. It's, yeah, it's, it's easy money. You're not you're not having a fuck for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> as long as he's paying for his drinks, who the fuck cares? Yeah. They also are very those the ladies. They were very friendly with the uh, sheriff. Oh, they were. I feel like he's uh, been there a few times. I feel like that's essentially money under the table. So yeah, so they then um, they then go back to the house, and the dad is dropped off. So this is dad number two, posh dad. Yeah, um, is dropped off uh-huh. at the uh, at the inn. Yeah, and the and his daughter's like, 
Okay, Dad, are you sure you don't want anything? All right, cool. I'll, I'll see you later. And me and you were like, what the fuck just happened? Because the audio was so weird. Because yeah. the car pulled up and then they were talking. Like, they hadn't got out of the car. They were just materialised next the to the car. But you don't see the car, do you? You just see him standing there. No, you see the car pull up, but then you don't hear it leave. Or see it leave. Because mm. it's the police car that pulls up. And then the dad, like, the dad, like, I'm glad it gets addressed later, but the dad perpetually looks like he's a sweaty mess. But we find out later that he's dying. Yeah. Because I was just like, what is going on with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> so he goes into the hotel room. Mm-hmm. Or goes into the hotel to go into the hotel room. So makes his way up the stairs, but then he hears the little girl screaming for help, right? That was it. I couldn't remember what happened, yeah. Because he, the, old, he, the old man, this is the point where Judd is under the thing. And he's trying to He's get been the girl. chasing her around. And this is where we thought he had stabbed her. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I've got something for you, little girl. Come see it. Come see it. And it's like, she's like, okay, okay. Oh, it's just the scythe again. <laughs> it's just the scythe. Just to jab her in the back. Yeah. And she yeah. narrowly misses it. <sighs> and darts away. And then he hears this car pulling up. So he must, I don't know, emerge from the floor somehow. Because yeah. he's, he's, he's in the inn. He comes up behind him, doesn't yeah. he? Because the so guy he goes runs outside. out the building. He's on the stairs. He's like, who's there? <laughs> and then he runs out the building. And like, he's swishes his sickle and misses it. So he pulls it. Ah, oh, it's a scythe. It is a scythe, isn't it? That's yeah, sickle's a tiny. Yeah, and then he pulls the scythe back round. Yeah. Where does it land, Lee? Dead into the guy's neck. Like, you know, like those oh. arrows that you can buy, those comedy arrows, but like through his neck. And he grabs hold of it, which is probably cut well, his he's got to hold it. He's got to hold it in place because the, the sickle is going to fall apart and he doesn't <laughs> hold it. Because this is this is where he the guy's like oh my god like looks terrified of what he's done and yeah. you're like what no you just, you knew what you were doing he's like fuck did I kill someone yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to kill someone I just yeah. want to run him in <laughs> and then his other the other side of him kicks in and he's like yeah no I do yeah. want to kill people <laughs> well, watch him die <laughs> and then he does he like drag him over. He drags him over towards the croc, doesn't he? Um, yeah, he grabs the sickle, and I thought he was going to just twist it and take the guy's head off, but no, mm, he kind of... Nice. No, he doesn't drag him over to the croc. The guy just falls over. He just, like, comedy slips over, but then it's hanging off the side for the croc to get him. Yeah. And then the croc's got him, and it looks like he's struggling with it. And this is where I felt that they missed an opportunity here. Because, like, he's struggling against the croc, and then he falls back, and he's got the scythe in his hand, and obviously the scythe has come out. But I was expecting it to come off and pull the head off with it. Uh, I at least wanted to rip out and blood spray yeah. all out the side of his neck. I don't think they had the budget for that. Like, no. the, cro- the crocodile doesn't move its mouth. <laughs> it's perpetually open. <laughs> I feel like someone had a crocodile. Although the crocodile... they're like, let's make a movie. Yeah. <laughs> the crocodile does look better than the shark in Jaws. Yeah, that's true. But they're both equally as fake. <laughs> yeah. So it does not look as good as the shark in Zombie Fleshy is. Which is a real Which fucking Which is a real shark. fucking shark. I wrote down Zombie Fleshy is here because the music that was parts awful, parts good, was sounded like the Zombie Fleshy is music at points. That synthy, like, screechy sound. And this is the music that is written by Toe Pooper. That he lovingly put his own name on. Over the worst opening music of a film. <laughs> it was, it's, honestly, it was really painful to listen to most of the time. And yeah, I couldn't yeah. tell... Half the time, like during that opening rape scene. Opening rape scene. During the opening rape scene. <laughs> I couldn't tell if that was her screams yeah. or like these high-pitched noises that he kept like forcing into the soundtrack. Exactly, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I mean, the music was uncomfortable and it put you on edge. And it it wasn't enjoyable. Because, like, in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like, that family's weird and it's just like, yeah, that family's weird and everyone interacts with them. They're not weird, they're just normal people. But, like, in this, everyone's weird. Mm-hmm. Everyone's as weird as that family, so yeah. everyone has that creepy score going under them. And that, and it made me think like this. This felt kind of like a Devil's Reject, like a, what's his name, Rob, Rob Zombie, Zombie, like a yeah. Rob Zombie movie, because like it's just people who are fucking with people and spending far too much time killing them. And... Yeah, <laughs> like because he ties up that woman, and we don't know why he keeps her there because he could yeah. easily just kill her. But I think maybe he wants to, maybe he wants to like rape her or something. But he keeps getting distracted by all these people turning up exactly. at his house. <laughs> so the next thing we see is um, the daughter, uh, the daughter of dad number two, yeah, and the missing girl's sister. She's gone for uh, for dinner. With the with the sheriff for some reason. Yeah, I think maybe she hadn't eaten long day. Yeah, and um, Freddy Krueger's there. Yeah, playing pool and getting ridiculously drunk with his mate who's threatening other people in the bar. And with the girl who's underage. With the girl who's under to drink. To drink. Underage to drink. <laughs> we know she's not underage. Underage because we get to see some of that later on. Mm-hmm. It was very true. And I think he threatens Krueger and tells him to leave. Yeah. And then Krueger goes back with the girl to Judd's place. Shows up, yeah. Just shows up, at and place. then he's like, "Get out of here! I told you not to come back here. Get out of here! But but give me give me drugs. But get out of here!" <laughs> and then and uh, he just does nothing to stop him. What I guess the girl, the, the girl, with like him. yeah, like gets up in his face, like I heard you're bad, but you don't look so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you like killing people and feeding them to your crocodile. <laughs> yeah, he, Kruger just walks in and helps himself the fucking keys, and then goes into what I assume. Is that guy's personal sleeping room? Yeah, because it's, it's in on his the living floor, room, next to his living room, next to his sofa that like has been clearly <laughs> cut in half. Because you can see on the floor where the rest of the sofa used to be. Yeah, there's like a dirty stain on the floor. <laughs> Fucking, <laughs> who and is then, the set designer of this? And then she strips off. Um, yeah. and she flaunts it. And is this the first time? First time that we see. I mean, the first girl you see, Anything? you can see through her. Oh, yeah, you can see through her, like, lacy top. Yeah. But this girl's standing there topless and then like, for a while. Like, yeah, I mean, pure exploitation. And Freddy Krueger yeah. goes over to her and touches her and she's like, get off me. And then lays very in bed and beckons, beckons him in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very uh, confusing wait, signs. What? <laughs> but they're trying to, like, get it on. This is where he tries to get in into the uh, reverse. Door. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, their sex sesh is being ruined by Redneck FM, which keeps getting turned up. <laughs> And he's turning it up because the tied-up woman upstairs is banging her headboard around trying to escape yeah, and cause and, noise. And the little girl under the floorboard is screaming for help. Yeah, she's screaming away. So, so he keep keeps turning it louder cowboys. and louder. And then, like, you just end up with the noisiest scene. And he's like, turn that goddamn redneck music off. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to fuck here. The, the only thing that channel was missing is a guy come, coming on being like, you're listening to Redneck FM. <laughs> Playing cowboy music. All time, all day, every day. <laughs> yeah, so Kruger comes out. Yeah, Kruger comes out because he hears that. He comes out and then he hears that girl. Yeah. And he's like, what's going on here? And Judd comes out and he's like, shh, shh, shh. Listen, Judd. Can you hear that? And he's, he's sticking his head over the he's broken He's standing banister. perfectly over his head, perfect, leaning over perfectly. I really wanted his face to be bitten off. Yeah. But no. But no. No. Um, instead, he gets sickled. 
No, no, he, he gets pushed. He just gets pushed. He just gets, gets pushed, pushed yeah. into the thing, and he's like, "I'm going to kill you, old man." And he tries to climb onto that dock thing. That's just it's, not he attached swims to anything. All the way across that little like caged-in yard. I'm yeah. surprised the croc didn't get. Maybe he was full. Uh, he's like, "Oh, do I really want to eat that?" Yeah. Uh, maybe just one more. It looks that looks like it's been cooked too much. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like if I eat that like cheese, I'll have nightmares afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like his fingers are going to haunt me. It looks like his fingers are going to cut up my intestines when they go in. <laughs> and then yeah, he tries to climb onto a floating ramp. No, it's the it's the dock. It's the the stairs that lead to the dock, but those do- the dock isn't attached to anything. Yeah, it's just like bobbing up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets halfway up there, and the croc grabs him and starts pulling him backwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that must have had like two people underneath just yanking it or something, or a rope behind it. Yeah. Either that or he died before he made Freddy Krueger. Now I'm a little confused as to what the fuck happens. Now... I mean, we've rushed through this, but, like, the girl shows up. But how does she get into the hotel room without walking past that monstrosity? So she hasn't turned up yet. What the fuck happens next? So next... Oh, yeah. So Buck gets killed, and yeah. then his date comes out. And she sees it, and he chases after her with a sickle. Oh, that's date, right. Like, she that's puts on right. the top. She puts on the top. Because it's you know it's classy. classy, and she runs through the runs through the woods as fast as she can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then like he loses her and starts actually scything crops <laughs> using what it. <laughs> but he, uh, I noticed that he's like going, "Where is Jay? Yeah. Where?" And spinning that fucking chainsaw thing around in the around. air, just like just like the chainsaw thing with yeah. Leatherface at the end when he's lost that girl who's got away because she gets in the car. Yeah. And then that girl just runs across a random car that's driving through the woods. Yeah, and he's like. She, she's like, ah, let me in, let me in. And I guess he drives off to the cops. Exactly. And that's how the other girl gets in. So the main girl, the sister, gets in, goes upstairs, takes her coat off to reveal she was wearing nothing underneath her coat. Yep, yep, just panties. Yeah, she's like stripped off completely. And Does then... she do anything? Is she just walking around naked for a while? She's walking around naked for a while. And the reason she comes out of the room, I feel like it's because she hears the woman on the bed shaking it. But at the same time, the... Judd has she's come getting back. naked, yeah. Judd's, yeah. Judd's come back and he decides to sickle open the mesh wire. Yeah. Which leads to was, was not properly connected. No, he sickles open the mesh wire and like you can clearly see where he needs to cut it because it's already <laughs> been cut before he touches it. Yeah, everything's so he's just been sticking snipped. a sickle into something that's already cut open. It's like, it's like the, the croc just needs one more notch open yeah. to fit. <laughs> Um, and then yeah, that that leads into the area under the under the under the house. Yeah, yeah. And then the crocodile sneaks in. And this and is where we get to see some actual croc action. This is where we get to see that the crocodile's mouth never closes as it plows through wooden boards <laughs> trying to get to with this a, girl with a mouth agape. <laughs> yeah. And then weirdly, out of nowhere, there was a fucking amazing shot that me and you rewatched in slow motion where you see its legs moving as it's walking towards. And yeah. like, fuck knows how they did that. <laughs> I feel like it's like those fake spiders where the legs move and it's actually got wheels underneath it and it's like it, sliding. It looks like it was a man in a suit yeah, and his looked... arms were just pushing it along. Yeah, that shit was terrible. That was the most terrifying shot in the whole movie. Yeah. I can't even remember how the... Oh, yeah, the little... Okay, so the woman... So they... Well, she chases the, the girl... It, it ch- the croc chases the girl around. Yeah. And the girl goes through this net and escapes out. And at the same time, um, the woman puts her like coat back on without a bra uh, or any other clothes. 
and then goes through to investigate this banging yeah. and finds that woman who's tied up exactly. and releases her. Yeah. Then they go outside together and try to run downstairs. But? But um, old man Judd comes running up with a scythe, swinging it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't remember how one of them got past him. Because he runs up... Oh, they, they run, run into the, the stairs room. And she... They run into, the, into one of the yes, rooms. Yes, they run into the room. And he gets the girl, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre girl, in the leg. Yeah. So again, typecast. The second film where she gets caned in the leg, yet survives. <laughs> <laughs> I, he, I also got no names throughout this film. Unlike... Judd. Un, like Judd and Buck. And Buck, because he likes the fuck. Fuck, yeah. And that was it. And like unlike Black Christmas, where we actually knew... Almost everyone's name. Well, you say that, but we got Hattie's name. We got Hattie's name. I couldn't tell you what the sheriff. But was any, called. any, any of the victims that were murdered. Yeah. Nothing. Well. Um. So then they try to escape. He slices that girl on the leg, Texas Chainsaw Girl. Yeah. And then he gets shoved into a window and half falls out of it. And I was really hoping that he was going to get like. I think glass his stabbed scythe through went the out gut. the window, right? That's how he lost. Because then he doesn't have the scythe Maybe, anymore. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then he runs. He run. Uh, so the first girl runs off downstairs, and the second girl um, runs out, and he shoves her through the banister on the stairs. Oh yeah, and she, she like slams into the floor. Which actually, that's the second time someone's been hurt on those stairs because the the first the first um, woman from the uh, from the brothel, she got shoved down the stairs. Yeah, she did. Rolled down. And then he seemed to run down the stairs and Trip. then fall yeah, face yeah, yeah. first on top of her and knock himself out. And he was like unconscious until she kicked him off and yeah. he smacks his head on the half sofa and wakes up. <sighs> and it's just like, if you'd not kicked him off, you probably could have got away. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, then these two women... Um, well, the, oh, well, no, the, the, what, first the, woman, the sister who escaped yeah, is found she, that the little girl's climbed out. over the fence, but the little girl's fallen over because she's caught on the fence and is hanging yeah. just as the crocodile's fucking She's like bridging over backwards with her knees attached to the fence and yeah. her head dangling down towards crocland. Yeah. <laughs> and she like runs up, she climbs up and she's trying to pull her back over, but it's... She's too heavy. This is tiny. this is the keys won't start in the ignition thing. She's exactly. stuck on this fucking she's fence. Like jabs a key into this girl, like yeah. like the little girl earlier on in the film starts jabbing a stick into a dead monkey's head. So I feel like she may have killed that monkey. She yeah, I think she was the one who killed <laughs> it. It was the sleeping and she stabbed it in the neck. And I the made the, the mistake spine. of while we were watching this long ass film where fuck all happens in it, of looking up the film and one of the uh IMDB things was this film has a body count of eight. And that included the monkey and the dog. Jesus, that's weak. Hang on, so hang on. The eight people that got so. John. Well, we're about to get to the yeah. to the last one. So um, he comes out. Judd runs outside, and he starts trying to grab the girl to push her down for the crock. <laughs> he's like shaking the fence. And yeah, she falls and off. he's like trying to reach over to grab her. Yeah, yeah. And um, and gashing the leg lady she's crawling on she, the floor yeah she crawls along and like she climbs up it looks like something out of audition yeah. Cli- climbs up <laughs> the side <laughs> of the door oh that film <laughs> and lunges and shoves him and pushes Judd into the croc nest yes and that croc fucking eats him up like hook and then the last mm-hmm. shot is that fucking leg floating in the water it bobs up yeah yeah and it, the weird zoom in James how long have we been recording for? <laughs> this may be record timely. 
I feel like there was a lot of filler in this film because we just blasted through it. There was a lot of filler in this film. To be fair... And there wasn't much nuance in this film either. To, yeah, to be fair, this isn't one I enjoyed. And they got away. But it wasn't Did shit. Did they get away? Oh, no, we, don't, we, don't, we assume everyone's fine. Yeah, because the policeman well, the shows up. Turned the sheriff up. shows up. Yeah. So the first time we've broken the uh, chain because a sheriff is actually helpful in a film. Well, he didn't really suss anything out. No, but he saved... No the, one he, saw the blood. Yeah, there's blood every that fucking woman that he came to the pitchfork bled everywhere onto he wood. Dragged, he smeared it across the white wood. It luck, well, luckily because the sky was red, <laughs> that they just thought it was water on everything. Oh my god! So what was the who was the, right? So there's the first woman who got pick pickaxe. Yep. The second guy who got slifed and then pushed in. Yeah. Um, then her dad. Her dad. So, yeah, two dads. Freddy Krueger, Freddy girl. Krueger's girlfriend got away. Freddy Krueger, yeah. So um, then Judd and then the monkey and the dog. That is not a body so count of eight because the monkey and the dog don't count. Don't. I have no idea well, why monkey the monkey dies. Person, right? Yeah, the monkey just died overnight. I think unless it was poked to death by that girl. <laughs> yeah, unless she stabbed it in the base of like, its spine. Why the fuck would she, why would you go up to a monkey and just start poking it? And Yeah, that's how you get AIDS. That's how you get <laughs> monkey AIDS at least. That's how you get rage. Yeah. Just like in 28 Days Later. Uh, just like in um, Not Bad Taste. Brain Dead. Brain Dead. With the fucking... Yeah. Oh man, I can't even remember what that monkey thing's called. No, but that's how you get monkeyed. That's how you get fucking monkeyed. <laughs> James? I haven't written down a score. What were you thinking? I went first last time. What are you thinking? I'm going to say a two. It wasn't unwatchable. It wasn't unwatchable. There was some good stuff in it. It's just... There was a lot of nothing in it. I wasn't not entertained, and it didn't, like, it didn't, like, slow me down. I mean, we just, we, we just done the highlights now. Part of the reason is that I think both of us want to go home. <laughs> uh, the other well, part, the other part is that there's just not much in it. Yeah, it... It's a lot of filler of Judd walking around and mumbling. Do you know what is annoying about a lot of... Have our, we done 50 minutes? Is it 50? <laughs> yeah. A lot of the fucking films that, that we watch, there isn't... There, there was the period in like the seventies where, like, there wasn't enough kills in films yet, mm. and and like the last one we did, Black Christmas, had a few kills in it, but that's fine because it was spread out with a good story. Whereas this is like we don't know what half the characters are saying, yeah, and it's not just because we watched it on YouTube, but <laughs> it's mainly because they're just mumbling at each other. The, the, like, the sound mumbling design in general was bad. It's a weird film. People act weird. <laughs> Yeah, but I feel, again, like, it's like if you look at um, House of a Thousand Corpses and stuff like that, they they act weird. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's redneck country. And there's people being odd and doing odd things and killing people because that's half what they enjoy and half what they're terrified of. Exactly. So what would you give it? I feel like I want to give it a 1.5. I feel like if you do give it a 1.5... Then it will give that will make it three point five, which means it's point five better than Driller Killer. Because if I regret anything in life, I give it two. (laughs) Is that that I gave Driller Killer two instead of one? What did I give it? You gave it one, knowing full well that zero is an option. (laughs) I should have given it one. And even that is just because they tried. Yeah, because they made a film. We might have to one day relive Driller Killer just yeah. so I can fucking fix that. Because get, <sighs> Driller Killer is the bar of lowness. 
And this wasn't as bad as Driller Killer. No. So I give it a 1.5, and that's 0.5 over Dr- Driller Killer. So I think it's matched the same as Blood Farmers, which is also, I think, Yeah, 3.5. which makes sense, because there are some bits that happen. If, even, I'd if, rather watch this over Blood Farmers. Oh, I don't know. Really? Yeah, I just found the this music. This film had someone getting pitchforked in the chair. <laughs> it's like they got the wrong posters. <laughs> I just found at least, like, Invasion of Blood Farmers, it was weird... Yeah. And like they tried to make a story out of it. Yeah. Whereas this was just a series of events and a series of murders that took place in this guy's house. And it's not like he intentionally set up a death trap. Yeah. And it's over the set. He it's over the course very, of one day. Yeah. And he just wasn't very good at managing a hotel. And I think <laughs> that's the biggest issue. It's like faulty towers, but without the comedy. <laughs> and with more crocodile. It's 40 towers, but less bush hitting a mini, more scythe hitting a guy in the throat. <laughs> oh man. How did we get 50 minutes? I thought we this I thought this has been 15 minutes. I know, right? Time flies in your There was phone. a point where you got up and went to the toilet and you were like, Don't bother pausing it. And nothing <laughs> well, happened. I, wait, I waited until the croc nothing happened. Killed someone. And I checked the time and I was like, oh, still 30 minutes of this left. And that's why I gave it 1.5 because it was dragging, but there were some, in- there were some interesting moments. Jesus and I Christ. thought the fact of having that really young girl in it was like this constant, constant fear in the back of your head. Oh, that, yeah, that was a thing. So it kept going from a really smoking hot lady with like <laughs> who looked great and was naked, cutting to a child, cutting to a yeah. little girl. Like it's it was, not as it was weird, weird juxtaposition. It's like slugs being like, "Oh, sex scene, weird slug noise." Now it's like, "Look at this girl's tits." Now look at this girl, who's eight. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Why are you watching these films? God, You're a monster. God damn you, Tobe. Who edited this? <laughs> Who the fuck made this, Tobe Hooper? It's almost like that joke in fucking Brass Eye, with um, uh, the the paedophile episode where there's that picture of a naked lady. And it's got a baby's head. <laughs> and they're like, is this obscene? And they're like, yes. It, yeah, it's it that. took its inspiration from It's going from, from a naked woman to an eight-year-old girl in like just cutting to that. No one wants to see that, Toe Pooper. Uh-uh. And there's a reason that you didn't make that many films. Although, to be fair, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1 is seminal. Mm-hmm. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is a cult classic. Yep. And maybe Poltergeist is great, but it seems Spielberg made that. Yeah, this happened two years after Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I feel like maybe so, someone was just willing to give him a bit of money because he was like, I'm going to make a film that's like Jaws. Well, you know they made <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre and um, it was funded by the mob and the, the people who made it didn't get any money for it. What? So I feel like he now had some money and got to make this film and fell out with him over creative differences and I feel like that happened a few times on Toe Pooper movies. I feel like they should have... It was his film that he was directing... They should have kicked out the DOP. Yeah. <laughs> right? And I think it, I think even worse, I think it might be the effects guy that he fell out with. Mm. And also, so you know I mentioned on the last episode that Toe Hooper also made a film called Crocodile? Yeah. Genuinely, the only thing I remember about the film Crocodile is a bit right at the start where a girl... Where uh, there's a group of boys in a car, and then a girl drives a car full of girls drives past, and one of the girls moons the guys. I feel like Tobe Hooper's got an ass thing, like uh, Quentin Tarantino's got a foot thing. Except yeah, the foot that, thing's that less acceptable because <laughs> that's just weird. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so this is a 3.5. Yeah. Which means that you have to come up with what we're watching next, Lee. Well, I already know. Because when I went back to Norwich for Christmas, I went through, and I shouldn't have, I was looking at the DVD's Blu-ray section in Norwich, and I found a nice, big, juicy box special edition of pieces made by Arrow, and I think we should do that. And I wasn't going to buy it, because it was like 18 quid, and I was like, I don't, it's Christmas Eve, and I should be buying something for someone else, not myself, because I also bought for myself that day Metal Gear on the NES for 60 quid, <laughs> oh, which I haven't even put in my NES yet. Oh, my God. But the reason... The reason I decided I was going to get pieces, because it was right next to Hotel Hell, and both the cover for both is a man brandishing a chainsaw, except <laughs> Motel Hell's got like a pig, a man wearing a pig mask. That looks but better. I picked up pieces, flipped it over, and saw that it was from the director of Slugs, and was just like, okay, <laughs> let's give this a go. I'm game. So we're doing pieces. Sounds good. And it... If in the last few episodes there's anything to go by, it's going to be a masterpiece, James. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I'm excited. Me too, right? Yeah. <laughs> Please change the way you pick the films for the next one. <laughs> no, I am purely going on picture and title. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get a Nazi film in here. I mean, we almost had one. There was a Nazi in this. <laughs> there was. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. See you next time on... Sadisville! Created by Toby Hooper, maker of the screen sensation The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What happens to these people and eaten alive will give you the most chilling, terrifying 90 minutes you ever spent in a theater. Oh, no.